0: Welcome to the Just a Tumor of Us podcast, the podcast about living with and without cancer and navigating everyday life from two very different perspectives. I'm Ed, a student journalist.
1: I'm Linda, a mother of five with a full-time job and stage four bowel cancer.
0: You kind of stopped there. You kind of forgot. I couldn't
1: remember (laughs) what I was supposed to say there. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, episode two. I know. Um, Yeah. It's exciting.
1: Only a daily.
0: Yeah. Well, for obvious good reasons yeah, um, which we'll get into yeah um yeah so kind of just how well, i'll ask
1: you how your week was which it feels like a, a, a week, the week was like a month so i went back to walk on wednesday thursday last week so i was in thursday and friday wrecked uh over the weekend then i had a bit of a bad tummy then monday i went into walk was absolutely wrecked at the end of the day but i felt like i was getting some kind of infection and then on Tuesday morning, I just... knew, Like, I had a temperature on Monday night. You're not... you're not, Like, if you have a temperature, when you're on active chemo and you have a temperature, you're not meant to take paracetamol. But sure, I took two paracetamol, so I got in trouble for that, for masking the temperature. So I rang me oncology nurse the next morning and she read me the riot act and told me I needed to go to A&E. That was on Tuesday. So I went to A&E at 10 a.m. And I was in A&E for 30 hours. <laughs> 30 hours. Now, I was in a side room on a trolley but the madness of it all was they didn't put me in through triage. So I wasn't triaged. I was just asked to sit outside a hospital and wait until a side room became available in the isolation part, in the COVID part, because I would a cough, obviously. Um, turned out it was a chest infection. It wasn't COVID. I was COVID negative. But I was there for 20 hours. And although I had a side room, yeah, and I wasn't on a corridor, I was. you're not fed. So you're starving. Like, obviously, the woman goes around with our little trolley with the biscuits and the sambos, but there's only so many sandwiches you can eat. So you don't get anti to eat, like, so is lepping. Anyway, it ended up by the chest infection, and I was kept in. So about an hour ago, would it have been an hour ago I came home?
0: Yeah, probably around an hour
1: yeah. ago. Uh, so I was on IV antibiotics, did lots of different kind of tests. I suppose if I didn't have cancer, I'd have been given an antibiotic and sent home. But the idea was to to have an IV to get it into you as quick as you can so with that for a few days um uh yeah I suppose I ranted a lot on the Instagram about how shite the health system is and all of that but the nice thing about being in hospital this time was I wasn't in isolation and I could go down up and down to the main concord and I could have coffee and meet people Maybe the only person that met me was my husband so no one else was available to meet me when I was in there last time for 10 days, everyone wanted to fucking meet me. But this time around, I was only in for three and no one, no one wanted to meet me. So, But it was grand. like. And uh, I got out about an hour ago, tired now. What happened was, they told me this morning at 8 o'clock that I was going home. And then the oncologist didn't come around until after 2. And said, you go, like the quickest 30 second conversation ever. I asked him, was I going to go home on antibiotics? He said he'd write me a prescription for three days. And then I said to the nurse, I need to go. And she was like, I've rang them, they're busy. They'll be down with your prescription in about an hour. I said, I'm going home. There's a number and my chemist asked them to fax it. So I'm just hoping they fax the prescription to me chemist because I need it for me chest. Like, But I wasn't. I sat in the hospital since eight o'clock for nothing. Wasting resources.
0: I have an important question for you. Go on. What sandwiches
1: did the tea lady have? Oh, I had an egg sandwich one day and it was like wallpaper paste. <laughs> I get half of it and politely put the other half in the bin. Fuck my life. No word of life. Like Politely? politely yeah, when no one other was half. looking, that's what politely means. <laughs> um, And then you only get a half a cup of tea, because you know the like the more fragile people will spill it? So if you think about a small cup that you get on at a water dispenser, which is about that size... They half filled that with tea because they don't want anyone to spill it on themselves. So you get a sup of tea? So like little, of tea. I said to her, Listen, I won't spill it, will you? Ah, oh, not allowed, not allowed. Now it's like half a cup of tea. Oh, can so I have I'm, five of them? So I'm like, I'm to. some old lady said to her, Will you give us two half?" She goes, No, I have to give everyone to everyone. <laughs> I was like, For fuck's sake, it's a cup of tea. It's half a cup of tea. Like, I was go, because she gave it to her the first time, but because she gave it to her the first time, everyone else wanted one, so she wouldn't give it to anyone. <laughs> I was like, Can I have two? And she was like, No. She wouldn't fill me cup. Like, I'm talking about the little tiny cups that you get when you're getting watered out with suspense dispenser. You get a half of one of them. I get that some people. Oh Sorry, I thought I turned the volume down on my phone. I get that some people spill their tea.
0: <laughs> it's just gone silent. Sorry, it's Finish from, it's from my
1: oncology nurse. I'm sorry, I wouldn't... Uh... Be silent. What did I say there? What was I saying there before I got moved? don't know. Cause... <laughs> right, I'll
0: just fill the void while Linda checks our text message. Oh,
1: tell me on important, you know, it's important. Oh, didn't I? I wouldn't um, pick up my phone, you know that.
0: Live on the podcast. Text Well from like I I don't get an I could die. Silence is so deafening. the ward
1: nurse will, will do that prescription and send it to the chemist, is what she's saying. So that's good. But well, I was saying about the little cups of tea, was it? Yeah, like I understand that people who are really fragile or have shaky hands or old or whatever, vulnerable or out of their head or drunk or whatever, can spill it on themselves. That's a legal action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but when I say you get have a cup of tea, you just swing it like it's like it's... drinking a shot in the nightclub, <laughs> <laughs> gone, left gasping, like licking the floor. <laughs> I swear to god. Um, but yeah what was the question they asked me because what
0: sandwiches they had did they only have eggs oh did she had
1: chicken I remember one time one time she came around and she had chicken and ham but by the time to me she got to me I was like what have you got this was the second time she's like egg or tuna I don't even eat tuna so I didn't get that. and I got a biscuit oh, so some fucker would tuck the chicken sandwich I was like oh huh. could choke ch- 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 you tuna so is- it was either egg or tuna and like to be honest I'd already ate the wallpaper paste the last time <laughs> so I wasn't having it again um, and then I said to them in the morning, "Do we get breakfast?" Like, because obviously I was there for twenty hours, and she said, "Yep, yeah, we only get toast." So I took slices of toast that were cold; you could have thrown them at the wall, like they were probably hours old. But look, it is what you eat at when you're hungry. <laughs> the one thing I noticed, though, I got a bed like in the war- in the side ward because I have cancer, obviously, and I'm and I'm and I'm on active chemo. But there was a man there in the seventies and he was sitting on the chair two hours before I got there. Anyway, me and him got a bed at the same time.
0: But he didn't have cancer, did he?
1: No. But that's okay. not the point. Like, he was old. No, no, no. Yeah, but he. No one should have to sit in a chair for 30 hours. Like,
0: that was crazy.
1: And he just left. So I woke up in the middle of the night and he was gone. So I thought he was gone. And then the next morning I heard his voice again. And I actually opened the door and I went out and I went, Are you actually still here? And he was. He was waiting for a CT scan or something. But anyway. Um...
0: It's very sad, isn't it? Yeah, but That's I was told sad. by
1: the oncologist that I could have been in A&E for the whole time I was there because there was not one bed in the whole hospital. And apparently that hospital was better than any other hospital in Dublin. Like that was better suited, all the other ones were busier. And are the
0: hospitals still, I'm, I am haven't seen much on the news, but are the hospitals still like full up with COVID? Because I know there was a rising cases.
1: Oh, do you know what? See, I was in there when COVID was happening and I get it now because I had got COVID when I was in hospital. So say they say there's 2,000 people in hospitals with COVID, right? I guarantee you 80% of them are diagnosed in there mm. and they've gone in for to be treated for something different. They're asymptomatic. But because they're diagnosed in there, they have to be separated from everyone else. And that's the issue. So it's not that you have 2,000 really, really sick people with COVID. You just have people who've come in with, a, say, an appendicitis or whatever. And then they, like I went in with sepsis and a blood clot. And I got COVID because I don't do things by halves, like. And I was very lucky that I was asymptomatic, so I wouldn't have known I'd COVID if I wasn't in hospital. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> but like I have a lot of uh, a lot of frustration around the whole system, like. So I'm an active. Chemo. I'll I'll tell you this really quickly. I'm an active chemo, so I'm open to oncology. They're my the doctors, right? And there's this ongoing argument apparently between A&E and oncology. So I was told, like my oncology nurse kind of gave out to me on Tuesday morning, like really strongly to the extent because I took paracetamol and I masked the temperature and I was four days feeling unwell and I didn't go into the hospital. Like she really read me the right act right and I felt like a scorned child. And she said to me you know, you need to be in A&E. We have no beds here. We have no side wards, as she said. You need to go to A&E if you trust your doctor enough to get an antibiotic off him or whatever. And I didn't feel comfortable that going to my doctor was enough. So I rock on down after being told to A&E. And then there's a whole argument between oncology and A&E about who's taking me. But I'm open to oncology. They're they're looking after me. I'm on chemotherapy through them. And I was left 40 hours in A&E. And I was about... I got there at 10 o'clock and an oncologist didn't come to see me till five or six in the evening. And because I wasn't, my COVID test wasn't back, I was treated like I had leprosy. Like he was there with a pen flicking over my prescriptions to check my name on the box. Like how disrespectful. I'm sorry, but like he'd gloves on and and an apron and everything else he needed. But I didn't have COVID and I knew I didn't. Um, and And it's very frustrating that if you're an oncology patient and you're unwell, and you've been given out to, to get it go to go there to get checked out, make sure you don't have sepsis, and then you're left swinging in an A and E department who don't triage it, you, but put you in a side room, and oncology still refuse to take you out, take the case like.
0: So just going back a bit, you you said there obviously you can't, you're not allowed to take paracetamol because it masks your temperature. Yeah. So if you have pain, which is naturally you're gonna have pain <laughs> if you have cancer. Yeah. W- what can you take painkillers? So are... they
1: give, so you can take paracetamol, but you can they 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 in my experience now, I can only speak from my own experience. All, like I've always got prescriptions for Tramadol and like I won't, I'm not very good with with um taking medication because my tolerance is quite low. So like I've had friends tell me really funny stories about when they've took Tramadol and what it's done to them. Like one of my friends couldn't feel the floor under her feet. She was so out of her banana. Like, you know, another, another time, like she, she thought her phone was lava so she was playing with this lava in her hand from tramadol. So there's no way I'm fucking taking tramadol, you know. So I just I just walk through the pain. I don't take anything, and that's true. You should take tramadol live on the podcast <laughs> and see mad. what happens. No, because I'd probably see frogs or something. <laughs> I'd be jumping around the floor. But me, like my like, I'm terrified to take tramadol. And every time I say a complaint, the script book comes out and tramadol's written. Like I've never dispensed all of those prescriptions. I, I wouldn't take them. Um. <laughs> So I, I don't take, really take anything. When I had my liver resection, now I took a lot of or, um, morphine, um, what were they called? Oh, I can't think of the name. They're quite strong, morphine. But I withdrew myself off them after a week because I wouldn't want to be addicted. Um, so yeah, I, and I'm going to ask oncology to put on my file, not to give me tramadol. But then they could give me something else and it could make me even more loopier. You know, but I haven't experienced a bad experience with Tramadol, but she did. So I'm like, no, I'm not taking that. Imagine me in front of the kids there and we phone, we phone is lava. Have you actually ever taken them? No.
0: Oh, right. So you've never taken them? No,
1: I'm just going off my friends' experiences and they've all like said, like they make you out of your banana.
0: Okay. So they're, they're not a, they're, they're strong they're painkiller.
1: Like, yeah. I, and like, like I remember, like if I have a period pain, I'm not going to take a fucking Tramadol. I want the paracetamol. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. don't need a Dramadol. I don't need to be on my banana. I just need to get rid of me period pain. Like this is the kind of, where do we find the balance? And I, like I get chemo every two weeks. So do, am I not allowed to take paracetamol for the whole 12 weeks or just in the fourth week? Do you know what I mean? It, I don't know. Luckily enough for me, tip or daddy, because I, I don't want to jinx myself. I haven't had, um, haven't had to take strong painkillers in my in my in my cancer journey so far. Apart from when I had the liver resection, and I was out of my baluba. Like I had like me Carl my husband and my friend Amo trying to decipher messages between them that I was sending them because they couldn't understand one word of the messages. And then I told Emma, oh, I had a dream that her husband had an affair and all this. was, And I don't even remember because I was only heading the hospital. Your mad <laughs> you know cancer I mean? dreams? Like- yeah, because I'd been, I'd had surgery and I was just doped up on God knows what. But I, like, I couldn't even, like a text message made. no, The text message looked perfect to me and I pressed send. <laughs> but to the person who was receiving it, they were like, what is she? Like the two of them were there going, what's this mean? We have to try now. <laughs> work it out what it means but it was just yeah madness so yeah I think I went around the world a bit with that so I'm I'm still a bit frustrated with the whole system like I do think oncology should have just took me and then I wouldn't have had to sit in a for 30 hours like if you're a stage 4 cancer patient whether you're really ill or you just have an infection like I did should the quality of care be, be better or is that just me thinking that What about all the other people there who have illnesses? Are are they not as important as I am? Yet they are. Are they prone to really bad infection at that moment? I don't know, but I know I am. So is A&E the best place for someone whose immune system is low? Probably not. Is their health system in the shitter? No pun intended. Yes, it is.
0: Um, And so as a result of your infection and your 30 hours in A&E and stuff like that, it's like that documentary on Channel 4. So You've you actually hours, done longer. I fucking did. Um, so, as a result of that, your chemo is now pushed back week. Oh,
1: yeah. So, I was due to have chemo today till Sunday. But once you have a low immune system, once you have an infection and you're on your antibiotics, you can't. So, I saw my oncologist at about two o'clock. And I said to him, um, oh, he, he, I can't remember what he said, but I said, yeah, I meant to be on chemo today. Like, well, obviously, that's not happening. I said, will I come back in next week? He said, yeah, we'll see you next Friday. So I'll get my bloods on Thursday and then I'll get my my chemo next Friday. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Um. And so I know that you've obviously been, so how many days? You got three days out of work. Uh, before you got your infection and you had to go into the yeah. hospital so how how was your three days being back how was everything was it easy to adjust was it hard
1: it was exhausting i'm not gonna lie like my body found it really hard more than my brain like the sitting all day and then like i'd go to the bus stop and my like i mean i'd be do you ever like walk for so long that you're kind of dragging your feet to just get to that last little post that's what it felt like and then I I came home and towards the evening and sat in that chair and said to Carl I need to stay on my feet till at least 8 o'clock because I'm going to hit like I'm going to go sleep and that'll be it Friday I was knackered um, and Monday I was floored like so tired so it, and I know that can be just adjusting but it, it, it takes a, it, it's more my body that I kind of took its, its toll on look all I can do is go back to work and see how I fare off and, and if, if I can't if it's not the right time, then it's not the right time. But the only way we'll know that is by giving it a go. So,
0: um, and so obviously you're saying like, yeah, it's you're finding it hard in terms of you're tired. It's really tiring physically. Yeah. How are you finding adjusting back to the role and like? Because obviously you're you're kind of in a your role switched a bit, but also you're. Yeah. How are you finding the the work? Like, are you finding like my easy role to remember is exactly things? the
1: same apart from. I am probably the only thing that I'm not allowed to do because Oc Health said was visit people's homes. So I'm restricted to the office and I can meet people in the office and stuff. So I'm still doing those bits. But then when it comes to having to leave the office to go to someone else's environment where they live, I'm not allowed to do that because I'm on active chemo and it's it's not good. Like it's just not a good idea. But I'm still doing we'll be doing those challenging pieces. But I think I'm taking on the role of Taken the cases that are on a duty roster, rota, duty roster rather than been allocated loads of cases, because I went out like I went back on mo- Thursday, Friday, Monday, and then I've been out sick Tuesday and Wednesday because I'm only doing three days a week. So y- you just can't predict when I'm going to be there. So for that reason, you can't give me a full caseload, um, but you can give me a caseload that I can manage on a duty roster. Whereas if I went out sick again, someone else could take them over. And it uh. wouldn't be too much disruption to the team, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, but I'm enjoying it and it's good to see people and it's good to get back in. But I just need, like, I need to give myself a little bit of time and see, is it? have I made the right decision? And to be honest, my surgery will be coming up in like 12 weeks or less. So it's not, I'll be, it's for a short period of time. I'm back to work, I think anyway, for now.
0: But it's good to be back here. Yeah.
1: But can I just say, if our car wasn't broke, my life would be much better. Because when I went back to work, I went back in my head with the intention that I'd get the bus in the morning. And then Carl would pick me up from work. And now our car's broken. We can't afford to get it fixed. So now I'm having to get the bus home. And by the time I get the bus home and get home, I'm done. Like, my day is done. Like, I have not, nothing to give.
0: It's just a, it's a long day for you, like.
1: Yeah, it is really long, yeah. So... Yeah. And, and it made me realize last week when I was walking, actually, you do have cancer. And even though you feel like, you know, you're always well or you're not, you know, your body is slower, you know.
0: And it, which is funny, actually, that you say that, because this is something that I've said to you a few times. Like, so you were in the hospital mm. for three days and every time the, uh, you sent me a message, it was we'll do the podcast, we'll do the podcast, we'll do the podcast. And it's great, love your dedication and stuff like that. But I just kept saying to you, you need to get, like, you need to get well. You yeah. need to be make sure you're you're okay first because you have to come well, first. Well, I don't
1: feel I was sick enough to be in hospital, but because obviously I've stage four bowel cancer and I'm on active chemo, I have an infection in my chest and I had to be treated with IV. And for that reason, I was in hospital. Now, I have to say, we're sitting here doing this podcast and I feel very tired, but it's just because I've been in hospital and I've just come home. I'm not dying or getting another infection it's just I'm every day is a learning day with this disease or condition or whatever you want to call it you know so one day I can push myself really far and then another day my body just won't let that
0: do you find sometimes like you forget
1: that you have a hundred percent yeah until you try, you do some funny TikTok and it nearly kills you. And then you're like, oh yeah, God, I shouldn't really be slut-dropping on that because uh, I have cancer. Yeah,
0: you probably shouldn't be.
1: And like at the wedding, I was doing that with yeah. you.
0: We were all doing it, yeah. I know.
1: And then like later like, on, oh, I was going, oh, Linda, you sh- really shouldn't have been doing that because I actually felt like a bit like crap after I was like I hear it was on my back on my knees
0: it feels good in the moment it does feel and good then... in the
1: moment and I hadn't even got a drink like so I was really feeling the pain there and then where you well, probably feeling <laughs> we felt it morning. three days later yeah <laughs> sure. every the next day everyone was like zombies and I was like let's go look at look at Buckingham Palace Carl was like tro- strolling behind me and the kids dead inside he had nothing left to give and I um, was like, I could stay out till 10 o'clock. And my mum was like, well, I couldn't because everyone was dying from the alcohol where I wasn't drinking. Like, so I got the pain in the moment.
0: Which is a good segue, actually, because we'll actually talk about the wedding. Because we mentioned it last week and yeah. people were probably like, oh, what <coughs> wedding and all this. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, basically, we went to a wedding in the UK. Um, it was Linda's son got married. Yeah, Keaton. Um. And it was actually, it was, it was lovely. It was actually a yeah, really nice wedding. It was, nice it was wedding. a
1: lovely day. Um, it was very different wedding because it was two gay men getting married. And they, they, the invitation said that everyone wear white and they, them two wore black. So there was all this drama around trying to find clothes for everybody that was white. But actually on the day, it looked really nice. Mm. And we'd grey crack, like we, we made a good day of it. Like the one thing I will say is we went to London for four days, right? Two fun, one funny thing I'll, I'll say and then just like when we arrived in London we had to find our Airbnb okay because we couldn't stay in the hotel that they got married in because it was like 500 quid a night and <laughs> there was six of us so that wasn't happening right so we stayed in this Airbnb that Keaton had booked for us so we rock up to this council estate that cost <laughs> like 1100 pound it was a council flat a one bedroom council flat for six of us. Oh my god! When I think of it, we were like, oh, I was fuming, Few Like, like you, you don't think you've ever seen me hit a hundred, have you? When I'm angry, no, I
0: don't. Think I live it I
1: thought I was going to give myself a cardiac arrest. I swear. But it turns out we were there for four days, and because you were there with your brother, obviously, I was there with my husband and kids, and then Carl's mum and sister was there, and Carl's sister's husband Sean and the little her, his poor little boy Atlas were there. And my mum was there, but we were trying to see everyone and all spend time together. So the four days became a timetable nearly of where we needed to be, what we needed to do. And we only really slept in that council flat yeah. that cost an absolute fortune. <laughs> but the beds were real comfy. Um, So it was it was irrelevant where we were staying because we weren't really. St- but one night a taxi man said to us, I'm not driving in there unless you know exactly where you're going. I swear oh really to God, me and Carl. Yeah, and to be fair, like... we've been up in Soho House, a uh, private members' club, and we were coming down to this council estate. <laughs> and your mum was like, "I'm not going in there unless you know exactly where you're staying." And we were like, "Yeah, okay." But which is funny
0: because I actually the day before, oh, it was the morning of the wedding. Actually, I got the tube to your to right. the place you're staying, and it didn't seem that bad. Like it seemed like a nice enough area. Like it didn't, and it was central London. It was right beside Hyde Park.
1: I know, but it was still it was a council estate. Like, I've I've visited council estates like that before. <laughs> it was grand, though. Look, it was we were next door to the shoot, though. So, any time anyone put something in their shoot up over us, it we went and crashed onto the floor at, at our bedroom. Like, so it's like, what is happening here? It was fine, though. We had good crack, yeah. Really enjoyed it. So, yeah, my oldest 22-year-old son is now married, living in London, Chicago, Mexico. I don't know where he's living. He's living everywhere. He's living his best life, anyway. Um and yeah, it was good crack. So definitely felt it on my body for about a week. As I like, my brain is really strong, although I kind of lose my memory a bit when I'm on chemo. <laughs> um, my body it took its toll on my body for about a week. Like it took days after we come home, Eddie, to just feel normal again. Like I was wrecked, nothing left to give. Like um, which is the story of my life lately when I have something fuller. I don't. I suppose. Mixing it in with the work stuff, I don't want my work days to be me going to walk because cancer doesn't discriminate and you have to financially live, but I don't want my life to be going to work being exhausted and that and having nothing left to give to anything else in my life that's not that's not the way to be that's not the way to be, so you know I'm gonna try work, but if every day is gonna be really hard, then I'm gonna have to reconsider and step back. But we'll just play it by ear and see how that is. Because the last two things I've said about walking about the wedding was how much then you realize that cancer takes that physical effect on your body, mm. you know?
0: Yeah, but I think as well, you have this habit of you push yourself too hard. I think. Oh, yeah. because I, I think that you and like I get it, I, like you're very <laughs> much like you want to get the most out of life now and stuff like that. And that's great. Mm. But also, I think sometimes you just forget. That, you, that you're that you not as strong as you would be. If... And that
1: hurts me, Ed. Like that I can't. And you're going to make me cry. Which is what I don't want to do. Um, I hate that. That I'm not as strong as I used to be. I fucking hate it. Or I hate to think that something is. Makes me weaker. And it does make me weaker. Because I can't do. The things that. Uh, I'm going to put this crying down to hormones. Um, Ask me the question again. Because I forget now what you said.
0: No, I was just saying that I think sometimes you forget that you, yeah. you push yourself too hard. I
1: do push myself too hard because I'm not going to let cancer fucking beat me. And, you know, I was in hospital and even the like the, the nurses and the, the care workers are amazing, right? They they just don't get enough credit. And the care workers were like, you, don't look, you look great. And I'm like, well, look at this face. But, yeah, and you know, I don't look like I have cancer. <laughs> well, but everybody says to me, you don't look like someone with cancer. You have stage four. And I'm like. Well, yeah, that's what they're telling me. I don't know whether they're in there lying, now or not, you know. But that's yeah. what I'm being told. But then, yeah, because chemo destroys your 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 good cells and your bad cells. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. obviously, it takes its toll on your body. Um, and there's times when it doesn't. Then I get really angry at myself because I can't do what I want to do. Like really frustrated. Um, I haven't hoovered the stairs since my operation in January. No, I'm not scruffy like Carl's hoovering them, obviously. <laughs> but I haven't even tried to hoover those stairs because I just don't know whether my body's physically able for that, yet. yeah? Yeah. Um, and it's those things. Like, I get real angry because no one's doing it and then I want to jump up and do it and then I stand up and I go, actually, I'll probably get about three stairs done I'd be... F-. <laughs> You'd be... What's the word? Floored? Yeah, so it's that's hard for me i i want to be doing what i need to be doing and and sometimes i can't like and i hate getting upset because i just it just pisses me off that cancer does this to us you know yeah takes everything from you but that you and i think leaves you with your fucking periods
0: though but anyway (laughs) go on i think that's just who you are as a person though like you're so like even you have my head wrecked with the pod, Which is fine like I don't mind because I've actually been looking forward so it was, to it doing It took this. us an hour
1: to get this podcast started because we couldn't stop laughing yeah. like do you know what I mean oh my God. That's what we do I think I'm a comedian
0: But it's good fun like and it is an outlet like to be fair I was coming here today like Like I was yesterday I was like oh I'm actually excited to sit down yeah. and record this have a chat you know Because it's a way of us kind of just getting our shit out and talking And No pun
1: intended
0: Yeah well you're getting enough. So the him. doctor
1: told me this morning I was constipated. I said to my oncologist, i how can I poo five times a day and be constipated? Like I don't get it, you know? So yeah, anyway, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, that's the conversation I had with him before I um came home. He was like, Oh maybe you have a black backflow.
0: Maybe actually it'd probably be interesting to know if because of your your bowel, does is it kind of overworking and producing more still?
1: I don't know I don't know I don't know you see for the last few days I was bleeding as well so they had... oh my god we're doing a podcast about bowel cancer so what better place to do with it they made me poo in a pot and give it to them to check for infection the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to do I had to poo in a pot what sort of a pot
0: like not a pot you make stew <laughs> in
1: yeah yeah casserole dish uh, you casserole no you know the, you know when you're pregnant the little yellow pea pots
0: this, like that you give a urine
1: sample then do men I was actually thinking this the other night now you're gonna look right, actually well, let us finish this right so you know the thing you do your urine in you yeah. have to poo in one of them mortified the most embarrassing thing wrapped it up in toilet roll and gave it to some fella I was like this is, I'm so embarrassed like, did you have this problem I need like, to this who who does that job of spreading <laughs> out poo on the table like the, I have toxic shit who wants to do that job, Eddie? Who wants to flicker in the- Oh, she a few sweet corn there today. The bit oh, of that's tuna. Rotten. Like, what the fuck? Who does that? Who goes to college to study shy?
0: Well, I don't think they go just to study shy. Like-
1: <laughs> I do. I just don't get
0: it. Like, I want to ask you, did you have the problem of where you're like half peeing in the tub and you were like, oh, fuck,
1: too much, too much. And like you were shitting all over your hand or what? No, but I was having to kind of half be in the toilet and half be out of the toilet just to get my hand around the pot. If what, yeah, what, I'd have what... pooed on my hand, that pot would have been flushed. Yes. I'd have died. <laughs> I'm telling you. So and it's going the, in. Yeah, but I, I had the pot on the, on the, on the, oh, sorry, on the locker the night before, like, because obviously I was waiting to do it. You, you know you're a man and you you have a willy and I'm a woman and I have a vagina obviously yeah. we're not doing a sex education class here does the doc this is the stupidest question but when you're doing your round, do you pee in the same pot as us or do you have a different specific pot that men it's usually
0: in? like a clear pot with a yellow lid
1: yeah oh so yeah. men and women do isn't
0: that a stupid question <laughs> well not really but I would assume oh well no actually you wouldn't need a funnel for yours would you you wouldn't need a funnel what
1: the fuck's a funnel <laughs> a funnel
0: so it goes down in a normal stream you see we can just pop our willies into the pot
1: yeah, but go everywhere like no, no, because
0: you, we can control like we can so control can we, how like, much comes yeah, out. So
1: yeah, I just wonder did men pee in the same pot? Where are we going with this podcast? <laughs> Do we pee in the same pot? <laughs> I Georgia? wonder when they take empty the pill pill pot out onto the table? Did they use like oh. bread and butter? You know, With the knife spread it across the what? table. But what if it was like liquid? What was liquid diarrhea? No, it wasn't liquid diarrhea, but like there was blood, and I was just like, "This is the most. De- this smell of it. I was like, Did you
0: take a picture?
1: No, Eddie it was disgusting. Like it was just—I've never the, the most degrading thing I've ever had to do was shit in a pot, in a urine pot, and give it to the doctor to analyse. Oh my god! And then I had to hand it to this guy, a nurse, like it was a man, and it was wrapped in tissue. And I was like, "Here, this is a bit embarrassing." And as he's walking down the corridor of A and E, he's unraveling the toilet roll. I'm like, "Oh my god, people can see my poo!" Imagine he fell with it. Imagine he fell. There was and a lady everywhere. Down. Oh my god! Like it was just so embarrassing. <laughs> The things you do, like who the talk that people? you know your woman Gillian Keith who, is is that her name that on the telly who used to fucking Gillian go... McKeith. Yeah, she was used on, to go on the celebrity. Pill. People have jobs to do that. Yeah. Lab I they're lab technicians. Can't even fathom. I think and it's... many face masks did they wear sixty <laughs> think... five? Because mine is mine has a toxicity that would fucking put you in a coma for a month, like I think it's the same
0: people that check your bloods and all. Tox- toxicology people oh, like, I would assume
1: what the fuck like who hell
0: <laughs> I think that'd be really interesting though what
1: spreading shit out with, like butter on d- bread I really don't think it's like
0: spreadable or <laughs> around like it's not pate
1: but that's why I said you spread it out and have a good f- f- fucking oh my god I think they
0: just take a bit of it and put it in a solution I don't think maybe we should have someone on that checks poo no, I don't like yeah. I think why. we've
1: given too much time to the old poop conversation. Yeah. But it's like these, this is the stuff that happens that we don't talk about. Like, Yeah, you know funny what I mean? Enough, I've never had to give a still, i never
0: had to give a still sample, which is strange. That's oh, maybe. Twice Actually. I did
1: when I was on chemo last year. I had really bad diarrhea. And obviously, it, what it is, is you can get an infection in your bowel and that's how they can see. And they could send it away and check it because he came back to me this morning and said there's no infection in your bowel but they said they thought I was bleeding from because of the blood thinners I'm taking and they might have to take me off them but then there was no conversation had so I don't know
0: um so yeah so uh because your chemo is now pushed back you are going to uh bring the walk that we were talking about last week forward yeah a week
1: and we kind of got to hear by you just asking me how my week was Another thing I wanted to mention before we go forward was the week was so crap that my best friend's ma died and I couldn't even go to her funeral. And my best friend, that sounds really like your two, doesn't it? My best friend. We've been friends since we were very, very young. and We grew up together and and, and, Marie, and we've been friends for a very long time. And when since I've been diagnosed always, she's always been really good to me. But since I've been diagnosed, that girl bends over backwards for me and she has her own health issues. But she does everything for me. And I feel so bad that I just couldn't give her those few days and be a support for her. And that's what cancer takes from you. The unpredictability of I couldn't support my friend when she supported me for months. So that this week that made me feel a little bit shite as well. I can't change it. It was out of my control. But at the same time, I just wish that... I could be dear for her. but anyway, look, I suppose that's just something that sat with me, didn't sit with me well this week. Um, but yeah, the mountain. So people will be sick hearing me saying this. Um, I've decided that I was going to do a walk with your brother and I have to correct my mistakes. He's not walking every mountain in Ireland. He's walking the mountains with the highest peaks in Ireland. He said he'd be years walking every mountain in Ireland. So I got that wrong, right? Because I'm a bit of a tick. Um, And we were going to do it on the 30th of April. However, I didn't have chemo today, which means I get chemo every two weeks. And now I will be on chemo next Friday and then the Friday of the 28th, meaning I'll still be on chemo on the 30th. So I can't do the walk um on that weekend. So I got I need to go on and try fix edit the GoFundMe page. We me you and I suppose your brother have had a chat and I've decided that I still want to do the walk in April because it's Bell Cancer Awareness Month and that's kind of what I want to do it for. So the date we're doing it now is Saturday the twenty third. Did you say Eddie was the Saturday? Yes it is. So the Saturday. Saturday the twenty third we're going to climb my Lu- my Lussa Mountain in County Clare now Jay will be very proud of me because I said my Lusso right this time because he slags me every other time I say it um, which might make it harder for some people to go but as everybody knows I've gone back to work part time and because I'm not on chemo that weekend that I'm doing the walk I'll be in work on the Monday morning so if we do it on the Sunday I'm going to be in agony on the Monday and I have to go to work so we've brought it back not only by a week but a week and a day so we can do it on the Saturday and kinda of rest up on the Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. You need to help me get some candles. We're gonna when we get to the top we light some candles. Um Is and... this a religious walk? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. why are we lighting candles just for I suppose or just it's something that I want to do like I, Charlie Board when he did that walk I seen he do, do done that and I thought that was lovely I suppose in my head there's one or two people I want to light candles for and, and like if I'm walking all the way up there sure we might as well get warm with a bonfire. No, <laughs> I'm only joking. Bonfire? <laughs> I'm only joking. So smoke signals to get you to air <laughs> maybe and... we'll will Maybe we'll do a love heart to candles and light them. Like what darkness into light when we oh, do it for that. What's
0: wrong with a balloon? Can we not do a balloon?
1: We could do bow. Fucking stick you onto the balloon and off you go in your air balloon. You, See can, you can fill the balloons <laughs> with your farts. <laughs> That's really helium. <laughs> See, there's helium and then there's toxic helium. Yeah. Or I could just fill them with the shit Good that boy, I put man. in the pots. <laughs> oh, jeez. them off the top of the mountain, hitting people
0: on the way down.
1: <coughs> well, this chest infection definitely hasn't gone. Um, yeah, so I'd like to do that. I really want to do this walk. I just hope I, I'm all right doing it. Uh, I think I need one or two sticks going up there. I really hope people will come and join us. What I've said to ARC is like that. Can we have 10 large or extra large t-shirts? And we'll wear them over a coats if it's really bad weather. Like, mm-hmm. um, there might be only the three of us. No one else might show up. And that's okay. Um,
0: so sure, three people's better than none.
1: That's it, yeah. We'll have the... We are always laughing anyway, Ed. So we will have the crack. And, you know, I was saying on my Instagram page, there's a lot of people I don't know and I've never met. And, you know, why not come along? And, you know, one or two people have mailed me and said they'd love to come along. But the date has changed now, which is two weeks from tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so I'm, it's quite short now. I better a get out people.
1: walking. I better get out power walking down Crumbling Road, up and down like a yo-yo for the up next... Up and down
0: that canal. Get mm-hmm. up and down that canal. That um, canal's
1: never ending. I'd be dead walking the canal.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually going to say, like... It's if it would be great if people came along. It would be great really if people would, got involved. Yeah, um, yeah. And it'd be really good because it'd be good for us to kind of get to know people and if people wanted to come on the podcast and have a yeah. chat because yeah. I know a few people have expressed interest. Yeah,
1: and look, I will cry. I know I will. I always do. I'm a crying fucker. Um, yeah, look, and that's, I suppose, leading on to that then. You know, we, we're going to do the walk and we'll talk, uh, you know, there's a gofummy page for people if they want to... Want to um, throw some money towards the walk, and that that money goes straight to what straight to our cancer support. It doesn't come to to me like it goes to them. Um, that was something I was gonna. Yeah, I suppose I've spoke to a couple of people, um, and who have said that they will come onto the podcast and chat to us. Now, one or two of these people have cancer. One has divertic, I uh, diverticulitis, I think it's called which is another chronic bowel condition where you can end up with a colostomy bag from it, you know. And I suppose it's... I suppose I never thought about me arsehole as much in my life than I do now because obviously I've got bowel cancer, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is when you learn how other people are impacted by different kinds of illnesses. So, yeah, having cancer is is like... It's the pits, right? But having other diseases are just this, this, this debilitating as as cancer is so like let's you know speak to people with you know all different kind of illnesses and i'm a fecker for going off the beaten track and, and going around the world with what i'm trying to say but like i all in my head already i have a list of four or five people who have said they would like to come onto the podcast and and chat to us so that's great and 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 i suppose after maybe after a told or fourth one, i will start compiling the list and Getting in touch with people and seeing that they want to come and, and do that. Look, it's a podcast. No one can see our faces. You don't have to get yourself dolled up. Like I have people going, oh, i would be scarlet. Oh, I'm not talking. No one can actually see it. It's just us having the chats. Like we're, we're not, we don't have a script. We're not definitely not scripted because we wouldn't be talking about and pots if we were. Um, <laughs> things just naturally come from our mouths. Like, uh but yeah, so once we do the walk and we and we get all that done and hopefully people do come and join us. Yeah, it would um, be really nice. It would be lovely. And then we will um Yeah, we'll have people on. And just to say, I'm not very lucky. I feel at the look, I feel at the moment that someone has a voodoo doll and is just constantly poking it between getting cancer our financial situation our car breaking down all of those things right and I just feel we haven't caught a break for months and then I won two tickets to the ARC cancer support uh, fashion show in the RDS on the 21st so I asked my friend Anne-Marie um ammo as you know her uh, so me and her are gonna go get dolled up on the tours the evening which is the week of the walk as well. It's two days before the walk, actually. We're going to get dolled up and we're going to go to that. That's a nice treat, like, you know, and it's tw- on a school night, on a Thursday evening, going out, you know, down to the old fashion show. I wouldn't mind walking the fucking runway, but anyway, I me, I'd fall over. I'm sure they're not a- that desperate. No, they're not that desperate, because <laughs> they're not scraping the end of the barrel just yet. They might soon, though, you never know. Um, but yeah, that's it's a lovely thing to win tickets to, so I feel... That me and Amo kind of haven't done anything. Just the two of us for a long, long time. So we're going to go to that. So that's something to look forward to in the next two weeks.
0: And it's interesting actually that you said there that you've kind of... You've had a shit run of it for so long and then something good happens. And that's kind of just like the way it is, I think. Because I've been the same. Like I've had a shit run of it and then good things happen. And then you're like, oh, actually it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all bad. I think when the bad is happening, you're just so focused on that mm. and you can't get out of it, so That's it's nice true, though. yeah,
1: it it's is. N- and, like, even Carl looked at me and was, like, a few weeks ago and was, like, when is things ever going to get better? Like, it's been a struggle, me being in hospital and not having the car. Like, it like it really has. And as much as I keep saying it, he won't say it. But then this morning he said to me, it's really hard without the car. Because it is, because when you're one parent." With a rake of kids. Like we're like the Waltons in this house. By the time you say goodnight. It's time to get up. Do you know what I mean? That's what it's like. And then we all bail into the car. Like we've got two weeks midterm. Where can you go without the car? Like you know fucking Lewis's and buses and stuff. Um, yeah so. Uh, I do feel like our luck has, has been pretty bad. For the last nine months. Ten months maybe now. Getting bowel cancer was never in my fucking agenda of life at all, you know. Um, So it's kind of...
0: But it is getting better, to be fair, because, like... Yeah, yeah. But
1: Ed, For in order for it to get better, I've had to put myself out there and go back to work. Someone with stage four bowel cancer shouldn't have to go back to work to earn money to keep the family flow. At flow. Like, Carl has no job. I have a job, you know. No one should have to do that when they're when they're unwell, but that's how our society is. you know if you live within no, I don't get a hundred grand a year or nothing like it. but if I lived within my means of a hundred grand say right I live within that means so that's what you need to survive because that's what you've survived on, and then all of a sudden you're you're getting ten grand a year on the social welfare no, I don't get paid a hundred grand a year. I'm just giving an example like it's hard it's really hard and no one talks about that but when you sit down with a group of cancer patients the conversation around that is startling Hmm. you know some people have family that can help them some people have friends that can help them some people don't you know and I always think about it like this there's other people out there a lot worse off than me you know I'm still here I'm alive I've had a torturous few days in hospital I'm frustrated at the health system just hope I get my antibiotic now. Or I'll be back in A&E again. Um, but I'll, te- I'll tell you one thing, Ed. It's going to take a lot for me to reach out when I get a temperature next time. Because after 30 hours in a and E, won't be willingly picking up the phone and going, I have a temperature, what do I do? Go to A&E. But you're my oncology. Like, I'm linked in with you. Why can't you just see me? Go to A&E and sit there for 30 hours. I'd probably end up dead. Because now... I won't be as quick to run to the, to run, what am I trying to say, to the health service to help me when I'm not well. And that's shocking in itself. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who thinks like that.
0: I'm sure there are hundreds of patients that have the same.
1: Who will refuse to go to A&E because of how we're treated. Like, I don't get it. Just don't
0: um just to kind of go back we'll go back to the walk um mm. in terms of the so you've said there's a GoFundMe page um and
1: please donate please 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 donate
0: that's linda's play it would be great if you donate it goes to a great charity they do a lot of work
1: they've been very good to us um, and my children
0: uh, they help a lot of people. Um, they do. They're a really good charity. Um, all the links are on in our biography on Instagram, on Twitter, on all our social medias. Um, you can find all the links to our podcast too, to the GoFundMe, which is the most important one at the moment because we really want to raise the money for yeah. Arc um and you can find our social medias there as well um we're gonna try to be more active on social media because no we are
1: going to be like i am quite active on social media and i'm sorry guys if i'm pounding your pages over with my links but i'm not really great with social media so i'm just winging it but um yeah like it would be great if you could donate i'd be happy to see people there too on the day but look if not if you could even donate a fiver like it doesn't have to be a lot um the plan is just to say as well. I was hoping that I was going to stay down in Clare the night before, just rather than doing the drive in the morning. But we can't afford to do that, so we're driving down there. I think we're leaving at eight a.m. and we start the walk at ten. I think or half past ten. Ed, I think is that right? Is that yeah, what Jay said? 10. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the plan. We only have one car. My car's broke, so we're using your brother's car. So we we can't really offer anyone a lift because we only have the one car. Um, But if we had My car was walking We could give It's just the way it's happened So Let us know If there's anyone who wants to come along Let us know If not Sure Ed's gonna uh, do a bit of Is it filming And you're gonna film And filming
0: Yeah so the plan for it is We'll What we'll do is We'll film some So We'll do like milestones Mm -hmm. While you're going up the mountain Um, Yeah And we'll film them Film short little videos And we'll update (coughs) They'll go up on our social media um, And we'll update everyone With like the progress Linda's making Up the mountain because um,
1: Or the progress we're all making as a team Like we're a team It's not like I know I want to do the walk and raise money For charity but we're all doing it as a team Because if you didn't do it with me That's what you say when I slag you over being a shit producer Like if you didn't do your piece Then I wouldn't have my piece Do you know what I mean Whereas if if, if I don't have you to help me out Then I wouldn't do it So it is, we're a team I was only joking about you being a shit producer, Anna. You're a great producer.
0: She says that until I don't do an episode three for her. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, care. so, like, you look, you can get in contact with us on our socials. um and you can email us. It's just a tumour of us at gmail.com. Yeah. Give us an email. Like we'd, we'd love to have people there. It'd be great fun. We'd love to get to know new people. Like yeah. I love meeting new people. It's great fun.
1: Yeah, we could have the crack. And also um, I did an interview for the Marie Keaton Foundation. I did it a few weeks ago, but I think it's coming out next Friday. And then I also did an interview for the Examiner newspaper. But I actually did that in A&E on Tuesday morning when I was put sitting outside for two hours waiting for a to Be put somewhere, um, I did that and I think that's coming out next Friday as well, so you know, I'll, I'm sure you'll see the links. And again, we do have a just a tumor of us uh Instagram page, so if you could follow that, jump on there, um, give us a follow, and uh, yeah.
0: Yeah we'll post all the links to the articles that are coming up for Linda anyway um, that she's done with all the newspapers and the Marie Keene Foundation. Yeah. So, and then I
1: suppose after all that long-winded podcast how was your week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> my week was good yeah my week was a bit different to yours. Yeah. Uh, it was good yeah it was it was fine like just standard week college stuff and then work. I got a promotion in work which is a good thing um, which is always good and that's like I'm saying like the good comes with the bad. Yeah. You just kind of have to take it as it comes. I know it's easy for me to say because we have different situations yeah. and I completely am on board with that and I get that. But yeah, my week was good. It was stressful, but look, yeah. that's life. And...
1: When is college finishing for you? Like,
0: So I've, I've finished all my classes. It's just it's just assignments and kind of, but September is when I really like
1: Your I'm done with it. done yeah. then, yeah. And then okay. I'm
0: a journalist in air quotes.
1: In air quotes? Yeah, like a journalist. Oh yeah, journalist. And, what, and that's when you're going to... Get Maybe. a job in some form.
0: of. Well, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. So far, I'm trying to get this podcast off the ground and make 50 grand. I
1: know. Each.
0: Each. Yeah. You're not being greedy. No, but
1: like I'm I, I, I I'm writing a book and then I, t- I took it. I started to write a book. This sounds really facetious. It, that's, I didn't need it to sound like that. So I started to write a book, but then I put it back in my drawer and haven't took it out since... So I'm like, Jesus, maybe I'll I'll leave the book for a while, do the podcast and we'll see. Because I have this thing about, I don't want it to fail like the book, you know, like the podcast. We don't want that to fail. So Ed just needs to up his game with the social media piece and we should be all right.
0: <laughs> and I'll work on that this week, <laughs> yeah. along with the other 12 million things you have me doing. Um,
1: uh, yeah, so
0: that's kind of it for episode yeah. two. Um, it's been a
1: weird week, like that's for sure.
0: It has definitely been a strange one for I've been, you
1: I've been craving like a proper curry And that's what I'm going to have now For my dinner when we're finished here it's Starving for
0: Well enjoy that Um, Yeah so episode 2 Done, dusted yeah. And yeah like we said get in contact with us We'd love to hear from you um all the links are on our socials and you can find all the links on the podcast pages as well when you have hope is
1: my instagram page that i use mostly and then we've got to just the tumor of us um instagram page as well so give them a follow
0: grand and you can find all them on the the links page anyway um so yeah thanks for listening guys bye Bye. talk to you soon